Hello and welcome to this audio edition of the Ex-Mormon Files with host Earl Erskine. Thank you for joining us. On each episode of this program, Earl, a former LDS bishop, interviews a former Mormon guest about their journey out of Mormonism and into an authentic relationship with Jesus Christ. These stories are encouraging, fascinating, and often moving. For more information on the Ex-Mormon Files internet video program, please visit exmormonfiles.com. That's exmormonfiles.com. And now, here's Earl. I'm your host, Bishop Earl. I thank God for this opportunity, and I thank the many volunteers who are making this, this possible. I was a Latter-day Saint for over 60 years, a faithful Latter-day Saint. I have a great love for the LDS people and, uh, and their culture, and uh, I have many family and friends still in the church. But I praise God for this opportunity and hope something will be said tonight that will touch your hearts. I'd like to begin with a short word of prayer and uh, then we'll draw our attention to our, our guest tonight. Heavenly Father, we pray for your spirit to be with us, that the things that are said tonight will be in accordance with your will, and that we will uh, say the things you'd have us say. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. I'd like to welcome tonight David Bartosowitz. Did yes. I say that right? Bartosowitz, yeah. <laughs> Good. That's the correct Dave, nice to have you with us. I'm glad to be here. Okay, great. Uh, you were LDS originally, uh, or in fact, you were actually a convert to the church, is that right? Yeah, I actually converted when I was about 24 years old, and when in the MTC when I was 25, decided to go on an LDS mission. I was called to Merida, Mexico with the Yucatans, and the Yucatan Peninsula, I was down there and, and teaching with the Mayan Indians. So, well, Backing up just a little bit, what was your life like before uh, becoming a Latter-day Saint? Well, I actually went to school in, in Wyoming, um, originally from the East Coast. Okay. Went to school in Wyoming, and uh, what happened, um, I was searching for God. I wanted to know who God was, and you know, it was always a part of my life. I never really got to know who He was. Even as a young person, you just... I, I was Catholic, but I didn't really attend you know, the, the Catholic Church very mm -hmm. much, and um, never really got to sense who, he, who God was. I was more of an agnostic. And so what happened was I, um, I was going through this process in my mind of trying to find who God was. And I, uh, I actually became born again when I was uh, in Wyoming. And I had a tremendous experience of, of receiving God in my life. What, for the viewers, what does born again mean to you exactly? Well, born again means to me when I was actually involved in uh, wanting to know him, I... I knelt down and prayed, and I wanted to know who he was. And, and I had a pastor who uh, was teaching me how to do this. You know, that he shared Romans 10, 9 with me. And he, and he indicated, he says, you know, this is the scripture that you should, you should read. And I read it, and I had an incredible sensation of my body, uh, the spirit going from the top of my head, going throughout my body, down to the, the bottom of my feet. And, and I felt at that moment, I knew who God was. I said, oh, I really feel this must be God. Yeah. And so it was an amazing experience. So this was at age 19. 19. And then you weren't actually converted to the LDS church until what age? Um, it was until 24 years old, so another five years another later. Another five years. What happened in that experience? Well, I wanted to know what church I should go to, and and uh, pastor indicated to me who, when I met him, I was playing tennis in college, he said, you should go find a church. And so there I was, I was looking 
trying to find a church, I asked God, you know, to direct me sort of to a church. And um, my photography teacher was Mormon. He went to BYU, oh. and um, and so I I was there, and he was teaching me about the Mormonism, and I felt maybe this might there might be something here. But I never I never joined. I felt something of a feeling that it might be right. And so what happened was um, I went back to Connecticut, and, and we went to BYU before I went back to Connecticut. And I just loved BYU. It was, you know, where a lot of beautiful white women were, and, <laughs> and they were just really nice and, and, um, and friendly and loving. I went dancing at Star Palace. and yeah. It was just an experience when you're 19 of, of how you have all this uh, stuff going on. And, and nonetheless, what happened was I remember that, and I wanted to go and see if I could get accepted to BYU, so I went there as a non-member. Oh, and so you were going, attending, and I, I guess you have to take classes, yeah, of yeah. religion classes yeah, there, many. and you, did you also meet with the missionaries? I had friends who were really strong Mormons, and they would share a lot of uh, their understanding of who God was, and I never really, you know, got connected to it so much because I was more of a sort of a you know, a little bit rebel. I, I yeah. really felt like I wanted something different, you know, coming from the East Coast. And I liked the structure and the system of, of Mormonism, but I wasn't yet ready to convert until somebody told me later on when I was 23, you have to decide to decide. And so I decided to, to become a Mormon. Church. Yeah. Okay. And I got baptized in the uh, Prober River, actually. Okay. Yeah. Did you feel like you had a testimony of the church? I felt it was the right thing for me to do at that time. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, until I started really learning more about, um, you know, I, I started learning more about Mormonism, and I, and, you know, I thought it was the right thing for me. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, I actually kept pursuing that, and and then got married, and well, uh, now, came back now first you went on your mission. I did. And, and that was to Mexico. How was? Yeah. How did that go? Well, you know, it was it was kind of difficult at times, you know, because I was 25 years old. I was known as a more viejo, you know, <laughs> an older man. People call me the grandpa on my mission. On your mission. And so um, what happened was I, uh, I didn't last until it was an 18-month mission, and I had some struggles a little bit um, because it was really more of a system. You had to, everybody had to say the same thing, and I felt like we were sort of, you know, going through, if I was a piece of meat, we had to go through a, a grinder and, and everybody yeah. saying and doing the same thing. And that sort of was against sort of my, uh, my ideas. Did your born-again experience at 19 conflict at all with the time spent yeah, in, yeah, absolutely. on your mission, bearing testimony of yeah, yeah. the church? And, and Joseph Smith. In what way? Well, it, it, you know, I started feeling that, um, you know, it was more of a sales presentation because I know a lot about sales, and, and I felt that uh, when I was a missionary that we had to go through this, this process to try to convert um, Mormons, you know, and, and yeah. it, was, it was difficult for me many times because um, I felt that sales orientation was there and trying to, to share it like that. In that sales pitch or sales mentality that you were doing, did you feel like Jesus was much in that sales pitch, or was it more the church? Well, Joseph Smith. Yeah, and, certainly. Yeah, it was a Book of Mormon, Joseph Smith, you know, teaching about him as being the true prophet yeah. and, and going through that whole process and tithing and, and try to bring people into the church. And we talked a lot about, you know, eternal families and all that stuff. Yeah. So, Did you feel like you had a testimony of Joseph Smith? I felt Smith I had a, a testimony of the Book of Mormon and, and Joseph yeah. Smith, yeah. Okay. I did, absolutely. Then you came home, and how? And you came got married, home, you said? Got married, and mm -hmm. my wife, uh, um, I met, we were good friends, and I taught her the, uh, 
LDS faith, the Mormon faith, and okay. she felt right with it. She had some, you know, things going on in her life, and I think many times people come to the Mormon faith when they're sort of broken, and it's a great way, especially if they're looking at their life, if it's, you know, difficult and dysfunctional, it's a great thing for them to, to hold on to and hope to have a, yeah. you know, something better, and I think many people culture, social yeah. life, and so on. Yeah, nice people. And now, did you end really up getting married people. in the temple after she came? I did. I, well, I got we got married in the t in um, in the chapel because we didn't want to wait another year. Right. So we got married in the chapel, and then what happened after that? Uh, we waited for for a year and, and came to Salt Lake because we're from Connecticut, and we came to Salt Lake and got sealed okay. in the Salt Lake City Salt Temple. Lake temple. Yeah. And children, you have? I have three three loving daughters. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So, what then was the next thing in your life? What, uh, anything Well, I started going through started? the whole process of, you know, the, uh, doing what you need to do to become a, a worthy, you know, Latter-day Saint. Yeah. You know, going through all the, those sort of um, positions, help, roles, help callings, callings and, that you yeah. go through, you know. And I, you know, I was involved in the Elders Quorum Presidency. I was involved in Scouts. I was involved in... In, uh, as, as missionary, stake missionary, ward missionaries, wow. and uh, it's a teacher for, um, gosh, I, I taught so many classes, from I'm priesthood sure. classes to, to uh, Sunday school classes yeah. to teen classes. And your classes. wife was active? Very, very active. Children she, active? And everybody was active. Yeah. It was amazing. Um, it, was a, it was a good experience, and we were going around for up to about 23 years. We were very oh my much a part of the the Mormon faith. Yeah. So yeah. what kind of started making you think that something was a little off? Well, you know, I think God did, personally. <laughs> um, you know, I, I, I think what happened to me was uh, God came into my life, and I, I knew that I felt like I was at a dining room table. There were many times of going to the LDS faith, and I didn't hear Jesus that much. And, and it, really, it really affected my soul and my, my heart because uh, that's when I was born again before. Sure, remembering um, I was remembering that experience. And we never really talked about the born again experience. It was more of the duties and, and the responsibilities and getting your assignments and you know, things like that. And what actually occurred in my life was um, you know, God was starting to reveal himself to me through the Bible. And started so reading the Bible. I started reading the Bible and getting to know yeah. what uh, the Old Testament was, who God was, that there's no other God before me. Wow. There's n that, that was it. There's only one God. And that started making sense. Started really making sense. Yeah. Started reading John. Yeah. Um, getting to know, like in First in, uh, Timothy 3.16, where God was actually uh, revealing himself that he came down in flesh. You know, and yeah. I was like, well, what does that mean? I never really heard things like that. It wasn't in that. the LDS yeah. faith. But born again, yeah, born so. again really isn't in the LDS faith either. I, I know they talk about being born, born of water and of the Spirit, yeah. but in my understanding, it generally it's that's baptism and then the gift of the Holy Ghost. But there's never really a born again experience. Did you no. you recall that too? Well, I had that. I, yeah, absolutely. I had that born again experience. But you did. But I mean, others and, never and so, talk about. You're that. right. Absolutely. Yeah. It was it was more of you have to get baptized and you have to have um, the LDS priesthood holders laying their hands upon your head to receive the right. uh, the gift of the Holy Ghost. Right. And so it was, you know, it was done that way. And I knew that the Bible said 
very differently of how to become born again. Now that's interesting because as, as you know in the church, in the LDS church, the, the Bible's only correct as far as it's translated correctly. How did you overcome that? Uh, well, you're reading the Bible and trying to get answers. I started really coming to the, the conclusion that that was more of a myth, you know, when you start really reading the Bible. I, I believe the Bible so much now. It, it changed my life and I hope uh, uh, that people will really read it and see what it has to offer because God can reveal himself to you like he revealed to me. And you know, you read John, read Ephesians, read Galatians, get to know who God is in, in the New Testament. It changes everything. Um, but what happened for me was I, um, it, it spoke so much to my heart and it changed my whole perspective of who he was. And I came to the point in my life that I couldn't you know, accept more of the law and, and also the works of, of a gospel compared to the, the faith and, and the grace of the gospel the that grace. Jesus spoke about. The good news. The good news. Did that the make, really good news. Did that make more sense then as you read the Bible and relating that back to your born-again experience? <clears throat> did you feel like that Absolutely. was the, the Christ and the God that you uh, Absolutely. had been born again? Yeah, I had an experience, um, and what really changed my life was when I was down in St. George. I have a home in St. George, Utah. And when I was in, in St. George, I was driving, riding around with a bicycle. It was 12 miles. And what occurred, I, I was to the point where I was having this difficulty dealing with the laws and the works of, of the gospel of Mormonism compared to the faith the of grace. testimony was being challenged. The testimony was really being challenged, getting to know who God was. And, and I was trying to figure out, was it true that there was really one God, and you know, three persons and one God, or, you know, having three separate gods. And I was going through that over and over again. And I just literally at one point, um, I was riding my mountain bike. And as what, what happened, what it really occurred to me, um, I just asked God, I said, God, I want to give my entire life to you. I want to give my life to you because I really need you. And at that point, I said, but I need to know who you are. And uh, an amazing experience happened, uh, you know, in, in my head. Uh, he revealed, revealed himself to me, and he says, I am that I am, period. And it was a, a very, very significant thing that occurred in my life, and wow. I just said, God, thank you. Thank you. And at that point, I realized my whole life started changing. Uh, I, I literally came to the point where I could never lift my hands up. I, you know, I, I couldn't lift my hands up to, to, sustain, to the, sustain the prophets or anybody else. Uh, it was only him and, and me. Uh, you know, in the Mormon faith, it's very difficult. Sometimes what happens is that you get in the process of, of having other people who are before you, between you and God. You have your stake president, you have your, your bishop, you have your, your LDS apostles and the prophets, and then you have God the Father, you know, God himself uh, revealing. And you're trying to go through like this to shake his hand and get to know him. And, and now I don't have that. God said, I am. I am coming to my fold. Be a part of my family. And Jesus said that sense. same thing in the New Testament, of course. He, is, he did. I am. He said it many times. Before I Abraham am. was, I am. And he said it when he was coming out of yeah. uh, the Garden of Gethsemane. He says, yeah. I am he. I am And they he. bowed down. The Roman soldiers came down, many of them, and just realized that he was really God. So how did your wife react to some of these questions you had? Did she? she what was her reaction? She didn't want to hear it. So for about six months, uh, she put up her hand and said, I don't want to hear it, I don't want to hear it. And I, and I understand that's how the yeah. Mormon faith, you know, the Mormon church 
wants is it their a, is it a threatening thing or are they afraid um, yeah it's I think scared it, what is, I think it's very much that yeah, yeah I think they're they're fearful because they're gonna lose uh, their eternal family until I started re reading the Bible and and you know you get to understand that you know when, yeah. when you are really God's child and when, when you receive him you're not born of flesh but you're born now of of, of God Yes. That you're born again, you receive him, and you say, I put all my trust, I put all my faith into you, God. I love you with all my heart. And when that happens, you become his child. Yeah. And then you are adopted, and then you cry out, Abba, Father, I love you. you know, and, 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 you, and that's exactly what happened to me. Yeah. So I was born again of that experience, and it was an amazing experience for me. And, um, and so when you go back and, and share that to many Mormons. Uh, yeah. It's hard for them to understand that. What did you think about your temple marriage? In my case, my wife and I, and of course she's now Christian as well, we just felt like God has something more exciting and more unbelievable than we could even possibly imagine. Yes. We know we want to be together. We'll mm -hmm. go in and walk in there together and we just think God will have such great plans for us. So yeah. what did, how did you deal with that temple marriage? covenant and knowing that you'd be with or without your wife. See, I, I, again, when you, when you start reading the, uh, the gospel of, of the true gospel of Jesus Christ in this Bible, you start realizing in Thessalonians where Paul, you know, teaches us that, that those who are believers, those who are true believers of, of Christ, that um, we're going to be lifted up and we're going to be raised up when he descends down from heaven. And yeah. the believers, his we'll bride, his family, all of us together are going to be living with him. And, and Paul says, you know, take comfort in this. Be, be comforted in this because we will have an eternal family together. And so that's what the Bible teaches us. Yeah. And so it's very, very different, you know, with that mindset. So the temple ceremonies, uh, to me, yeah, they're very important. I can understand as, as a Mormon, many of you are holding on to that faith and, and you feel that, that eternal you know, family is the most deepest and most important thing to you. But I, I do want to share this with you, um, that uh, you, that was one of the greatest hooks that Joseph Smith created, you know, so that people wouldn't leave. And I've come to realize when you read the Bible, you realize that all the believers, the body of Jesus, you know, are, are going to be together as eternal families. And we're yeah. all sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. So, now, after amazing. your St. George experience, the I am, I am experience, did you share that with your wife? I did. Yeah, what did she I say? Did. Did she, she, again, she just, she heard it and she wanna, thought about it. Yeah. And uh, I knew at that point in my life that I was literally, um, you know, I'm, I was moving away from the Mormon faith yeah. and coming more into to know Jesus um, and being a part of his family. So it was, a, it was a pretty big thing. And I think the biggest obstacle, what really occurred, if you really want to know what occurred and what happened, um, my wife had visiting teachers. And I think in the Mormon faith, you know, it's, it's the beehive effect. Everybody, yes. you know, is working. And if one leaves, the other is like, uh, the others are saying, oh, we don't, we don't want the other person to leave. So they come and, and certainly share their love and, 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 yeah. and hope that, that they will not lose that person. But what happened was, um, you know, I'm there playing a lot of piano. I'm creating all these Christian songs and music, and, and God just, just revealing himself to do with that. me yeah, yeah. to do this. And what actually occurred is um, um, I, I was there one day, and the visiting teachers came over. And, and uh, it was a really interesting thing. I had, you know, I had an experience with, I shared to them about my I am found sort of yeah. concept. And, yeah and with a great I am, and um, I left, 
and they were there for two and a half hours with my wife in my living room uh, sharing with my wife that so, you know I gotta tell you your husband's lost and he's being influenced by Satan and my wife said uh, wait well, a minute. <laughs> I, hold on I don't I don't think so because my husband, I've never seen him more spiritual and more guided by the direction more of God. Closer to God. Yeah, closer to God than ever as, as a Mormon. And they were just like, well, he's influenced by Satan. And, you know, and they said he's actually lost. And I was like, so, what? I'm found. I'm not lost now. I Now I'm, I'm covered with the blood of Jesus Christ and I'm saved in his kingdom. Oh. So it's a totally different experience. So did that kind of make her start thinking then of that maybe you were on the right track? Yeah, yeah. yeah. then, I, then uh, what, what actually <clears throat> happened was um, uh, Janet was starting to see signs of an organization trying to keep her in. Yeah. And she started seeing me becoming more really happy and joyful and spiritual. And actually it was really interesting. Um, I gave myself to God, and He's the most important thing, uh, person, you know, in my life. And yeah. it's God who revealed Himself to me. And I said, God, uh, you know, you are first. My wife and my children are second. You're first. And when I revealed that, and I shared it with my wife, and I said, but you know, by so doing and saying that, I told Janet, and I said, um, Janet, but in so saying, uh, you are you are so much more. I love you so much more. And so you never it, did before. You I know? never knew. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I never knew love before like that. Wow. And so it was an amazing experience wow. for me. Did you start going to a Christian church then? I was going this? through Christian. I was going to different Christian churches, and I didn't know where to go. Yeah. I started off uh, looking in the was yellow pages. Was it awkward? Uh, no, it was a little different because let's face it, Christianity yeah. is. Uh, now I know the body. The body is uh, amazing. It has all different parts all kinds to of it. Parts. Yeah. yeah, it's all over, and people do and believe different things. But the central theme is Jesus and that, that we love him and we trust him and we give our, our hope and our faith to him. Right. And what happens after that point is that, uh, um, you know, people have maybe different, it could be legalistic or it could be completely different, but it, it's the, the central theme is always there. It's always yeah. consistent. Yeah. And I had a, you know, I started looking for different churches. Yeah. And I went and looked from A down and I found a, a church, Alpine. Alpine. Alpine <laughs> yes. Church and great church. And, yeah. and they started uh, having, a, you know, I went there and they're singing. And I'll never forget the, the first song. I, I was there like first couple of weeks and they were singing Amazing Grace. And I was so moved about it because at, at that point, I never knew I had all these chains. And grace hit me and affected me so much differently than, than what we are taught as grace, you know, in the, in in the, the LDS, LDS faith is yeah. that you have to do all the works to obtain the grace, you know. And then, then the grace comes in at the end or something. And yeah. Yeah. But we're free. I'm, I'm free with it. He loves me no matter what. I mean, yeah. because I know that I'm his. And, and so that's the different experience. And, and so and your, your time in this Christian church has been... Amazing. Amazing. Yeah, I go there, my wife and I, she came out of the Mormon faith because I just said, Janet, you know, I think we, if you don't, because the biggest problem that you find with, with one leaving and the other not yeah, leaving, yeah. Um, they really sort of start belittling you and they don't trust you and they put up their wall and they don't want to hear anything because they're afraid they're going to lose their own testimony. Right. My daughter actually said to my, my wife, she said uh, to her, she said, you know, you mind, you're going to either leave the Mormon church or divorce dad. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> Those are the saying, options. Those are the options. <laughs> yeah. And the reality was um, for me, and I had to come to a decision. I said, you know, I love you with all my heart, but I love God, but I feel like you're constantly belittling me, so I think we should separate. And she just looked at me and she says, 
okay, tell me what you have. Really? Yeah. And at that moment, I was bawling, Weren't bawling, bawling my, I mean, it was just like I've never, ever cried in my entire so life. So exciting. And, and it was a moment where I was just crying because I wanted her to realize what was going on. And then I sat yeah. down and I started revealing the truth, the, the history of the faith and, and the, many of the false prophecies Some of, the of Joseph problems Smith of, yeah. and, and a lot of the historical and issues. she started understanding that. She and started seeing it. And then she started coming to Christ. And so now she's like, She's on fire. She we, we go to uh, Alpine and, and we raise our hands and, and we praise and worship him and, and we love him and we feel his love, his spirit, you know, and, and it's an amazing experience. And we learn so much about Jesus. Jesus is being taught every time we are there from that hour. It's just all about Jesus, 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 Jesus. We sing all songs about Jesus, 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 Jesus. It's an amazing <laughs> transformation. Well, I know, I know in the LDS Church we certainly have a, we're suspect of the Bible again, and you've mentioned this already, but yeah. they teach from the Bible, I'm sure, in Alpine, don't they? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, all the time. And we have groups and we have Bible studies. I mean, I'm in a Bible study right now. Yeah. Two years right now we've been going on just to read the book of Revelation. And just trying to absorb everything that's in that. Yeah, we read it. And, and the LDS verse. would probably spend what? Uh, uh, Couple classes at that. Classes, maybe. Class and a half. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Every four years. <laughs> yeah. It's a very, very different Probably. approach. Yeah. Well, what do you think the the if you could put it in so many words, what do you think the Mormons misunderstand about Christians? I think, you know, when you LDS I hear it so many times because I'm on online a lot sharing my, my story. One of the, the biggest problems is that they think that the um, LDS consider that it's too easy. That you just can't believe and and trust and, and have faith and I and I'm saying no it's 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 love that comes out for Christians we really believe I mean he's in me I think about him 60 70 percent of the day he's always in me and and so that's the difference I mean they, they think uh, many LDS people consider that oh it's so easy so you could murder you could you know have do all these bad things and evil things if you really believe just say you believe no that's not the case I've seen so many incredible uh, believers in the body who we talk constantly. Yeah, We're always talking about always God, talking. always talking about yeah. the gospel of Jesus Christ. Yeah. Totally different. Where before me, we were talking about soccer. We are talking about when I was a Mormon. You know, what kind of car do you have? What kind of external things are you yeah. involved in? It wasn't really always focused on, on God. So, Well, it's exciting. I, uh, I just really appreciate your story, your testimony. Oh, and uh, Are Mormons Christian? Um, do they have a different belief in, in a different Jesus? One hundred percent, yes. Yeah. Yeah. You think a, a Mormon can be born again? And absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I absolutely because God's a God for all. Just like you know, I, I when I hear Mormons say that um, they have the only true body or the only true church, I just say, oh. please read the Bible and understand yeah. it's about the bride. It's about the believers. That all those who are believers, the, the apostles and the and the prophets, lay down the foundation. But we are the you know, we're the studs. We're yeah. we're we're part of that. And Jesus yeah. is the head. It's he's his, the his chief cornerstone. His, his church. We're the we're the members of his church. Yeah. The believers. Well, Dave, thanks so much for joining us, joining oh, no me problem. today, Glad and to I appreciate it. it. You wonderful story, and praise God that your wife was able to come out and share with you. And and yeah, so I, I'm grateful to God that my wife did the same. That would have been very difficult to have Carla gone amazing. through this with uh, without. Uh, Without her, it would have been very difficult. So, absolutely. Well, you LDS, we uh, we know these stories can be interesting and uh, ho hopefully heart touching. We 
we want you to know that, uh, that we trust God, we trust Jesus, and we're grateful for Him and His life. Uh, one thing I did want to ask you is, uh, if you had a last thing to say to the LDS, what would it be in, in about 10 seconds? <laughs> um, do your research, study, and read the Bible, read the New Testament, John, after you're going to see a whole new experience and become born again. And remember, you LDS, that you're following the gospel of Joseph Smith, not the gospel of Jesus Christ. When, uh, when you're faced with a, a choice, uh, realize that, or not a choice, but a, a, a doctrine, it's probably Joseph Smith's and not, the, not Jesus Christ. See you next week. This has been the audio edition of The Ex-Mormon Files. The Ex-Mormon Files is a production of Main Street Church of Brigham City. For information about this program, including past and current video episodes, please visit exmormonfiles.com. From there, you can also download audio episodes of this program. If you have an Ex-Mormon story you would like to share, we'd love to hear from you. Please write us at contact at exmormonfiles.com. Thank you for listening, and we hope you'll tune in again soon.